sponsoring the show. So you ain't shouting out who you, who you need. But this brand of popcorn. Shout mm-hmm. out to A Boogie. Popcorn. A Boogie's popcorn. That's what it's known Herbs as. and spices. A, sla- a savory popcorn for your snack cravings. That's what the show is sponsored by. Mm-hmm. Thanks, A Boogie. Thank you, A Boogie. Welcome back. I'm rude as fuck. I'm chewing all in my microphone. Yeah, and that should sound like H death. My bad. In my headphones. My bad. It's all good. I'm used to this. I had a guy fart in the mic, burp. Whoa. See? <laughs> See, that's when you charge more. That's when oh, you I charge do. more. I, well, like, it's gonna be it's gonna be another fifty dollars for the uh damage control on the microphone. If he farted on the mic, we we'd just be fighting. I, I would but, I would hit him for you. Yeah. Cause all right, but anyway. 4K. <laughs> That's a weird way to start the show. Did a book cover her nose? <laughs> it was a hypothetical fart. It wasn't a right. real one. Now you got me looking at the mic like, wait a minute, uh, this shit smell is funky. Wait a minute, this yeah. blue stands for butthole. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, 4K for the stress podcast. We was having um, various discussions before we turned the microphones on. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna make a confession to y'all. I'm pussy. I don't watch scary movies. These niggas was in here talking about. All these weird ass scary movies and all this type of shit. I'm good, man. I don't fuck with scary movies. I don't care. I'm not ashamed. I'm just not doing it. It's not for me. I'm good. I know keep my that negative energy. Right. Just away keep, from just, me. I know my limits. You feel me? Like and and I think that's what we need more of as a society sometimes. You gotta know your limits and you need to know what's for you and what's not for you. Scary movies aren't for me, man. I don't care. Judge me. Fuck y'all. But anyway, um follow the show on everything. You know, we get into the church announcements early. Follow the show and everything. IG, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and all that. Listen, it's very, very important, okay? I appreciate y'all listening to the show, but again, I need y'all to rate this shit, especially if you're on iTunes. My iTunes users, rate the show, leave a comment, leave a review, you know what I'm saying? Let them know if it's hot. Right, I'm trying to break the charts, and I need y'all to cooperate. So, uh... Review it, leave five, four stars, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Help me out a little bit, but I appreciate all the help. Follow the Frank and Wolf show. Follow Frank, um, follow Wolf. Uh, A Boogie has some things in the work. We're not going to address that yet, but got some things coming. Shout out to A Celestial Goddess for all your holistic healing. You know, make sure you hit her up and uh, tell her I sent you, you know what I'm saying? She not going to give you that big of a discount, but she might help you out because, you know, niggas got bills. But anyway, um, got a lot to get into. Um, shout out to uh, Gold Dynasty for last week's episode. That was dope. Um, you know, it's, it's always fun talking to, you know, new, not new, but younger artists, young hungry artists in the game trying to, you know, Leaving their footprint, and they still, you know, they sent me some shit today that was hard. So shout out to Gold Dynasty, they working. Um, I don't know where to start, man. Fuck the snow because it's March and whatever global warming, I guess. Uh, uh, by the time you guys are hearing this, daylight's what's the word? Daylight saving time should be kicking in. And, you know, we might lose an hour of sleep, but, you know, it'll be um, longer days. So summer's coming. 
So, you know, silver linings. But um, I don't know where to start. We didn't really cover any too. We didn't cover too much news last week because obviously, you know, we had guests. But we're jam packed today. Um, I guess we get the bullshit out of the way. Y'all, president still tripping. So, gotta get into this. Um, I don't want to get into the. Uh, it's not even a Russian investigation anymore. That's why I'm trying to think about it. It's not even a Russian investigation anymore. It's more of a um, how corrupt is the White House investigation at this point. So, Robert Mueller is um, investigating every goddamn body. Uh, like former White House aides, former campaign lawyers, anybody and ev- any and everybody who had anything. You to get do a summons. With, you get a summons. You know what? You it, get a summons. Speaking of that, we're gonna take a little special time to. Um, I'm gonna acknowledge a, a um, gentleman by the name of Sam Nuremberg. This um, man was a former Trump advisor, and he got subpoenaed from Mueller's office and if you know like I know when you get subpoenaed from the federal government you have to go so Mr. Nuremberg in all of his wisdom decided fuck that I'm not going it's cause that's the Berg in his name right he, I guess Ber- niggas with Bergs in the name are always like I'm about it a little bit mm-hmm. but not really so he <laughs> <laughs> so so he like Instead of complying with the subpoena from the federal government, he goes on every cable news network to tell them how he's not complying with the subpoena. We don't give a fuck about y'all niggas because y'all ain't so nice. And then he was on, like he went to, he called CNN twice with two different anchors. He was on, uh, MSNBC three times. Uh, I want to grow old to be him. And he don't give a <laughs> so, fuck. So and then he was on, I think uh, Ari Ari Melbourne. I'm butchering your name, beloved. Forgive me. But he was on that show, speaking with Ari and a legal expert. And he was basically asking the legal expert, like, you think I'm gonna go to jail? I'm not gonna go to jail. I can't go to jail. I'm not gonna go to jail. Like, I got Berg in my name. Like, 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 bro, listen, man. You have a, a federal subpoena. Like, I don't understand. I don't know what planet you're living on. But you, 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 that too. But and so yeah. So he was just that was just some of the wildest shit I've seen in a long time. And you know, 48 hours later, he complied. He went to Mueller and testified or answered whatever questions Mueller had and you know that was that but also um come to find out like Trump really might be like a like a superhero villain a little bit it was just discovered that um a Russian oligarch uh the head of a mercenary company called Blackwater and a Trump official, or quote-unquote official, met on an island a thousand miles off the coast of South Africa to have a meeting about... Vibranium? What the fuck? <laughs> like, 
the fuck? You can't make this shit up. <laughs> It's, it's, it's like this is a James Bond flick. Blackwater. Blackwater. I could have sworn that yeah. was in a couple of films already. It has been in a couple of yeah. films. Yeah. It's a so, mercenary group. So they're not that original. It's a it's a real life. Or maybe they pri- came first. It's a maybe real life first. private war mercenary group. Blackwater. So they met on this island off the coast of South Africa to discuss setting up back channels for now mind you all of this was two weeks before he got inaugurated so you know it looks regular i guess but you know all of this is coming to light and um you know it doesn't look suspicious at all but you know shout out the muller man that's like i don't know man like it just shit is like word like shit is just crazy shit is just crazy and then in addition to that um you know with all and in lieu of all this the gun control debate hold on pause for the cause i'm not before we even get to that we need to have a serious discussion what do we need to do to get rid of florida as a state like, listen together, I'm, with I'm, everybody I'm, in it I'm, let me preface this listen my people from florida like I appreciate y'all to a degree, but y'all state is like, yo, it's something really wrong with Florida. Like, Disneyland is there, but ain't shit sprinkles and fucking glitter over there. Like, let's think about the the history of Florida for a little bit, right? They contain the happiness within Disneyland. Everything else is... uh, Bro, this is where... You remember when when niggas was eating niggas' faces off of that zombie shit? Oh, yeah. Florida. Yeah, that was Florida. When um, that's that bath salt. That's what they was on. What else happened? It just I can't think of everything right now. But mad. Everything's too spread out. Like you need a car for everything. It's a plethora of bad shit coming out of Florida. And with on top of all of that, they just passed a bill to arm the teachers in Florida. Yes, they just passed. Word. They just passed it. They just passed it. Sit in your motherfucking chair right now. So I swear to God. Mm. Like, we got to do something about Florida. Like, yeah, don't go. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that. Or every time I think of Florida, I think of that Bugs Buddy cartoon where he just kind of just took the chains, the, the, the hacksaw, and just cut Florida off. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what we need to do. Just let it drift off. Just let it drift off. It's just a big ass ship now. Because I don't, I see nothing good coming out of this. Well, Florida is also sinking. Maybe we. Do oh, oh, and the water's like rising. Like there's parts of Florida where they had to elevate the city to to stop flooding. So you, yeah. So you're adding more stress to the teachers of Florida. So yeah. now they're worried about their homes sinking because of global warming, mm-hmm. and now they have a gun. Yeah, they got a gun though. I ain't gonna float. I ain't gonna help him float. Listen, man. But listen, man. Like I just, yo, Florida. Like I fuck with y'all from a way distance, but y'all gotta like. I don't know, man. That shit is just that. That's wild, man. That's Mr. Three Hundred Five. Get Pitbull on the phone. Yeah, somebody. Get Pitbull on the phone, cause or like Kaya or Trick somebody. If they do saw Florida. Pitbull's gonna be the one to man the helm. Pitbull, Mr. Guaranteed. Worldwide. I don't even think he's thinking about Florida anymore. 
So how you arm the teachers though? How you pass a bill? Y'all gotta get it together, Florida. That shit don't make any sense to me at all. Because you get a Ruger, you get a Ruger. And then I saw, I saw even before before coming here, I was just, you know, scrolling the social web as I may do from time to time. And a video popped up that had nothing to do with nothing, but it was a, a student. You know, I guess the teacher was a substitute, but he went in the trash, balled up some paper, walked right in front of the teacher. It was just throwing a paper in his face. Now that man has a weapon. So your badass kids who have no home training will now leave school with homework and gunshots. Shout out to Florida, I guess. I don't know. Maybe like y'all have like they're. You have to be the worst state in the country. I'm sorry. Is this? There's no way. There's no way. Chitty, chitty bang bang. Yo, get a hacksaw, man. Shit is like, shit is weird. Um. Oh, also, I don't fuck with um award shows, but shout out to Kobe. Shout out to Jordan Peele. Um, forgetting Oscars. Uh. I don't know who else black one. Shout out to Issa Rae. I'm reading. I'm rooting for everybody black. I don't know who else black one because I don't really care about the Oscars. But shout out to them. I thought it was a little weird that as soon as Kobe won, they brought up his rape allegations, which is weird. But you know, that's neither here nor there. But shout out to them, I guess. Um, get out should have won best picture to me, but I guess best screenplay is. Sufficient. You know, with that, we kind of have to get rid of old white men. That's kind of like the solution to, to really all of the problems in the country. Old white men at the helm of these committees and these organizations and these um, councils making all these decisions when they really don't know shit is it's kind of detrimental to our culture because they don't fucking know anything and they don't know that's what I'm see this is what I'm saying this is what I'm saying so like we gotta get the, the old white men the old white men are like going old whoever <laughs> we we need people um oh what we need we need um diversity in these spaces because a lot of these people don't know what the fuck they're doing now um with that now i'm not sure if he was at the oscars but i'll need to address mr d ray mckinnison however you say his last name i need you to take this goddamn vest off enough is enough all right this nigga went to the award show I don't know whether it was the Oscars or some other shit. Now, you know he doesn't take the vest off. If you don't know who D-Ray McKettison is, D-Ray is, he is the, um, I guess, the most recognizable, or most popular face from the Black Lives Matter movement. You know, he was out there during the Ferguson events, and he kind of, I don't know, worked his way into fame somehow. And, you know, he's out at these award shows, is meeting with celebrities and 
you know, he did some work with with Colin Kaepernick. And I don't I don't question, you know, his commitment to the cause. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think he ran for mayor of Baltimore and he lost. But, you know, he had a lot of grassroots support, you know, and and, you know, D-Ray as a figure is a. You know, he causes a lot of conflicting emotions in our community because a lot of not a lot, but there's a segment of our community who feel like D-Ray is a is the feds, to put it, you know, politely. And others feel like, you know, he's doing he's fighting a righteous fight. But I say all that to say you need to take this fucking vest off. He had a tuxedo on with a vest on top of it. Bro, come on, man. Who are you? What are you doing, bro? What are you doing? It's not that important. Like, he was at the fucking Black Panther premiere with the vest, <laughs> with the writing all over it, with the tribal shit all yeah. over his face. Like, come on, man. You all right, get Agent, it. Agent Smith. Right. We get it. We get it. We get it. So, I just, I want, D-Ray, like, I want you to fight the good fight, but you, you got to give the vest a break. Please. We get it. I know it's part of your shtick. But you look goofy now. And the fact that you wore it over a tuxedo, you ruined a perfectly clean, tailored, brand new tuxedo with that dusty ass vest. Bro, come on, man. Come on, man. Like, I just, I want more for you, D-Ray. And, it just, and I just feel like you don't want more for yourself. Now, um, so I was having a... What's the word? Nah, I can't think of the words. It's on top of my tongue. Something with the P. Philosophical debate, right? With a friend of mine about the state of um, black culture with in response to um, how he acts with social media, right? And I got to this, I got into this debate because of um the internet is a bunch of cannibals we know this right now and how that relates to our community is there's a growing number of people all of a sudden turning on tiffany haddish now if you don't know who tiffany haddish is she's a up-and-coming comedian she's a popular comedian you know she got her breakout um hit in a girl's trip you know, she's super funny. She just got a bunch of Netflix deals. You know, she's out here. She's popping. She's in the spotlight. Ellen loves her. You know, she's out here. Well, it's a wrap. So with that, um, people on social media are now turning on Tiffany Haddish. Like they're saying that, you know, she talks too much or she acts too ratchet all the things that they loved her for, they're turning on her for. First, they and, love you, and then they hate you. And then. this got me thinking, right? And it's 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 a it's a pattern, especially with I guess Black Twitter, because that's kind of where it all starts, where they champion something, they love it for X amount of time, and then mysteriously they just they hate it, and it needs to go away, and it need to kill it. And, you know, I was going to this debate with my homie and just talking about, okay, so 
how do we as a community uplift our people or keep them, you know, support them if there's always a um, need to tear them down once they reach a certain level? And my response to that was, I feel like we're being manipulated. I don't, I don't, you know, we're just going to use they, quote unquote. I don't know who they is, but I feel like they is manipulating, you know, black outrage for clicks and views just to kind of stir the pot whenever we're too happy about shit. And I've seen that numerous times with the Internet just attacking random shit that was loved a week ago. And I I genuinely, truly believe that. Okay, accountability is important, right? I don't want to take that away from individuals because what you put out into the internet and the energy you put out is an internet about hating certain people or saying certain people ain't shit. You know, it's that's your opinion and your opinion alone. But the group think that goes into that where you wake up and you feel like, nah, fuck Tiffany Haddish. When you were just laughing at whatever she was saying two days ago makes absolutely no sense to me. But that's what I'm with, and even with that, we pick and choose who we attack. And I, I think it has something to do with our community not being okay. I'm just we just gonna get into it then. Our community is not a very. I'm trying to think of the right word. All right, full fuck it. The crabs in the barrel thing in our community is extremely real. Right? It's something that we have been combating for generations. And when we have a celebrity who we feel like, like A-Boogie said with Cardi B, someone that we feel like we've built up and we've supported their grind, as soon as they reach a certain point, we will tear them down. And I don't know whether that's and that is a human nature type of trait, but it's more it's stronger in our community for, for whatever reason. Like we're quicker to do that than any other community. Cause I don't see white people doing that to their celebrities. I don't see Asians doing that to their celebrities or people in Bollywood and shit like that. We're the only one who hold court on our celebrities and stone them in the street. And with all of this talk of empowerment going around and supporting each other and supporting women and supporting men, black men and black women, like everything that, like I can understand if you just don't fuck with somebody anymore, you just get kind of get tired of their, their act or their art or whatever, but to dismantle them in the with the swiftness that we do is unlike anything I ever seen 
and I feel like it shows you didn't care about him to begin with. But it, and that, and I also feel like there's certain people. Okay, we're gonna go full conspiracy theorist then. Fuck it. I feel like it's certain people from certain media outlets who plant themselves within black Twitter, black Instagram, black whatever social media, and just stir the pot. Of, But it works every fucking time. Every fuck. All right. Perfect example. Right. For two days now, y'all. This comes out Tuesday, so maybe three or four days by now. If they're still on it, if they didn't attack anybody else between now and then, they've been on Bruno Mars's ass. Well, he do. But singing die and dance. He's not black enough, according to Stop social it. media. I bullshit Stop you. Stop it. I bullshit you. Google it right now. Go on any social Stop. media site right now. Come on. And look it up. They've been attacking Bruno Mars for the past couple of days because he is, and I'm paraphrasing, he's not black enough or he's culturally appropriating. He's so black, you know what his response is? Nigga. <laughs> Nigga, come on. And this is what I mean that we are a pack of wild animals, yo. There's no, there's absolutely no reason to attack Bruno Mars. And every one of his band members is like, nigga! Right. And then, like, and, then, and then it's. And he gives credit. Like, yeah. He gives, and, he and this, gives credit. And this is what I was getting to. He gives credit. He's been giving credit. When he started this New Jack swing wave, when he started doing more like RB shit, he was very vocal about who he is influenced by. He's been. On record, I do black music. Every time. I appreciate black music. <laughs> yeah. My influences are black artists. Come on, man. But the response now is just, at the drop of a dime, fuck Bruno Mars. So was he white? Come on, man. He's too flexible. <laughs> He's too flexible. I'm sorry. I mean, and this, and this is like, and this is kind of like, threw me off because... When I saw that, I was like, no, there's, there's, there, we're being manipulated. We're being manipulated. Because between, tro- between trolls and people who actually work for certain publications like BuzzFeed, I see you niggas, but other publications who go out and look for black Twitter to give them content, this shit, is too, this shit happens too frequently. We're being manipulated. Nobody can tell me different. Because there's because between Tiffany Haddish, between Bruno Mars, between Cardi B, with all with these three people, there's no valid reason for, for anybody to be like, nah, fuck them. If you don't like their music or if you don't like what they do, fine. But the veracity of of attacking people, they was on Bruno's, they was on Bruno Mars as so bad he had to come out and be like I don't understand what the outrage is about because I've been very vocal and appreciative about where my where my influences come from and it's sad that he had to come out and say that because of these niggas on the internet who 
have nothing else better to do. But even with that, there's something under there's something underlining here. It has to be. Like you can't I, I refuse to believe that there's just people on the internet just bored decide, okay, well, I'm just gonna troll people today. Because there's other ways to do that without involving celebrities that are popular, that are beloved, that are black. Like it, none of this makes any sense to me. And it's too fuck it. Y'all gonna listen, man. I'm full of conspiracy theories because it's just too much wild shit happening. It's too with the way with the way social media has been with the way social media works, right? Because a lot of young kids, let me not even say that, a lot of people, period, go to social media to figure out how they feel for the day. So if you have a a, a section of the black community who's on social media championing being being empowered supporting each other not fighting over stupid shit building our communities having actual change in our community having actual action happen in our community like you distract niggas with a bullshit argument about why Bruno Mars was culturally appropriating or how Cardi B or Tiffany Haddish is now all of a sudden too ratchet. You love these niggas for the same shit that you now hate them for. It makes absolutely no sense to me at all. And because no one, because, because, and then even when you dig deeper into these arguments, because I'm a curious person by nature. I try not to judge things immediately. If you feel a different way, I'm like, all right, well, let me see why you feel this way. And when you dig to the bottom of these arguments, it's absolutely nothing. There's no, there's no sub- substantive stance behind it. There's nothing worth value to be like, no, I feel like this because of this reason here. It's just no, fuck them. Like, bro, like you, you're stirring the pot for what? Because you have nothing to do. Is, is, is your break too long at work? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> so, and and it's, and it's and it's and I feel this way, and I and I and I strongly feel like we're being manipulated because it's too in line with, you know, when when grassroots movement try to get started by black organizations or black people trying to get together. There's always some type of mysterious whatever, and nothing gets done. So y'all can't tell y'all like nah man y'all can't tell me that we're not being manipulated some way somehow because this shit is too on the nose. Between now and when y'all hear this podcast again, I I promise you, there's gonna they're gonna attack someone else for no reason, for no reason, and like, uh, like we it's, it's I'm not saying be woke all the time. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is you got to watch for the hook, man. Like it's a lot of it may not seem like it. It may seem like it's just people being trolls and bullshit. But you got to I, I, you, you got to read between the lines, man. It's something else happening here and nobody can tell me different. It's, 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 this is just 
is too frequent. It's way too frequent. And I'm not going to sit here and believe that it's just a bunch of people just being dickheads on the internet. All the fucking time? And every one day attack is black. Boom. Why you mad? It can't, it get, no, but you can't, you can't, it can't be. It can't be. You're not going to sit here and tell me that it's just, oh, I had to take my hat off. I'm sorry. That's how yeah. real it got. It got real. I'm sweating. Shit is real. But it's like, you're not going to sit here and tell me that the common denominators between these people, black, well, black and successful is just puppy child. Is we now now is their their fair game. We can attack them. So nah, man. Just like I hate the phrase "stay woke." I hate the word "woke," but you, you like in this day and age, especially with everything that's going on in the country and where we are as a community, as far as trying to empower each other and support each other like and this shit only happens on the internet but the problem is there's so many young people who live on the internet because if you if when you go out to real life black people are more supportive are more receptive to you know empowering each other supporting each other being here for each other but you get on the internet and all that shit goes out the window for bullshit. I'm mad I haven't. I had to even address all of this trivial bullshit, but it's become a pattern now. It's not just oh, you know, the internet being stupid. No, 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 no. There's something happening here. And even if you you can go back further than that, unless there was something like like okay, the internet makes jokes about people. You know, like with the Tyrese shit, that there was reasons for that. Okay, but recently, like, I don't know, man. Just, I just, we, you got, you got to watch for the hook, man. You got to watch for the hook. It's a lot of like, it's, it's a lot of funny shit going on. It's a lot of funny shit going on. So, but over here on this side, you know, Tiffany Haddish, we support you. You wore the same dress to like three different awards. That's some real hood shit. And I support you. Cardi B, keep making your videos. You need to drop your goddamn album. And, you know, Bruno Mars, you know, keep dancing. You ambiguous fellow. So, shout out to to them. You know what I'm saying? We still support you. Fuck what they talking about. You know what I'm saying? But, um, I gotta give... Yeah, right. I'm I'm gonna give... Today I'm gonna give you know I don't really like shouting out too many other podcasts. I'm gonna give some I'm gonna give some some credit to two podcasts. Now, one which is in relation to you know our discussion about empowerment and all of that. Van Lathan from TMZ has a podcast called Red Pill, and he had an interview with Dame Dash, which was probably one of the best interviews I've heard all year. Like, now, you know, if you like me, you was raised off of Rockefeller, you was raised off of Bad Boy, Biggie, all that type of shit. And, you know, me personally, I've always looked at Dame Dash kind of funny because, you know, he he's he's a very aggressive 
guy. Like he's a street dude. And I always respected his business acumen because he's, you know, he's a street dude. He was always like, you know, in executive offices screaming on people. And I never could, I never really, I never fully understood where he was coming from, I guess, because maybe I, I just wasn't mature enough. But he had an interview on a breakfast club maybe two years ago where, you know, he kind of got laughed out the office. Because he was on there, you know, screaming about black ownership and how having a job was whack. And I'll admit, I was one of the people who was kind of like, nigga, what? I need a job. Fuck you talking about, damn, like you bugging. But with this interview, he kind of further explained what he meant about, you know, that interview. And he was basically saying that he wants more black ownership in our community and he acknowledged that his tone may be too aggressive for people and the message may be may get lost in the delivery but his whole thing is he wants more black ownership he wants people to realize that they can do it and they don't need their support they they their support they're being these corporations who won't really give a fuck about our culture and listen to him listen to him talk listen to him preach about how women are important how we need to be how other black men need to be more you know supportive of younger black men was just like yo that's the wave I'm on that's the wave I'm on and it made me realize that, you know, that like what he was talking about, what he was trying to communicate in the Breakfast Club interview, you know, and, you know, what he was trying to communicate in the Breakfast Club interview was, you know, black ownership. You know, even if you have a job, you need to be working towards, you know, owning your own is again, it got lost in translation, but the message is still potent. Like, and because, from from my vantage point, I see a lot of that within my own circle of friends, within people that I see out in public. Like that is a that's a growing sentiment within people that no 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 we need to work for ourselves. They're not gonna give us shit. We need to own our own shit. We need to support our own. And he made a he said um you know they they always shoot the people telling the truth. And he was right because as as much like they clowned Dame for that Breakfast Club interview for like a week and a half strong. But the message was spot fucking on. So I implore I implore you, please check out after you listen to this, go check out the Van Lathan podcast with Dame Dash, especially my fellow black men, my brothers. Like y'all need to hear that too, because that was something that I don't think that type of game you're gonna get from your favorite rapper. That was just pure free game that he was given. So I'm a you know I think he has a book. Dame Dash has a book out called Culture Vultures. I'm a look into that. Um, I'm just gonna start paying more attention to Dame Dash because. Admittedly, I kind of wrote him off because I thought he was just crazy talking shit. But 
he has a point, man. He has a point. So, like, shout out to Dame Dash. Also, um, shout out to Title. Now, I just got Title because niggas guilted me into getting Title because I felt bad because I wasn't supporting. I like the interface. Interface is cool. The sound is very cool. But I never like, well, because all of my shit is on Apple Music. But, you know, niggas try to make you feel bad when you ain't got title, you ain't supporting black business and all this type of shit. Whatever, nigga. But I got title, and on title, there's um, a podcast that just debuted called 47 Minutes with Joey Badass. Now, if you're like me, if you like hearing people just talk about hip-hop, his very first episode with Joey Badass featuring Vince Staples and Styles P., it's probably some of the best hip-hop talk that you will hear in a long time. It's a very good mix of, you know, old hip-hop, older season hip-hop perspective from Styles P versus the younger generation, the younger's, younger's generation perspective in Vince Staples and Joey Badass. And it's a dope discussion, man. It's a dope discussion, all three of them. Are very intelligent all three of them care about the culture and you know we need more hip-hop discussions between the our veterans and our you know sophomores or rookies or however you want to put it it's just a dope hip-hop discussion man shout out to title because they've been producing a lot of dope content lady lately shout out to joey badass shout out to styles p special shout out to vince staples now Vince Staples is, um, we need Vince Staples. Vince Staples is, you know, a rapper from Long Beach, California. He's very vocal about how he feels about the culture. It's very very in line with the Dame Dash way of thinking. Like, he's not really beat for the culture vultures, for the people who, you know, want to use our music and use our looks for monetary gain like Vince Stables really like is about that and you know if you follow him on Twitter you are very aware that he will roast you in a second without any regard for who you are or how you feel and with that you know he caught some flack from some fans saying that you know he put up bad performances and they're tired of people. They're tired of Vince um, rapping over these quote unquote hip hop video game beats. Like, so Vince, being Vince, put out a video of his GoFundMe. The title of his GoFundMe is "Get the fuck off my dick." <laughs> Hashtag GTFOMD. Now, according to the good brother Vince Staples, if you were tired of his beat selection, if you were tired of his live performances, if you were tired of his remarks on line, what you could do, you could donate to his GoFundMe, which has a total of, which the goal is $2 million. So if he reaches $2 million, according to him, he will shut the fuck up forever. And I think that's some fly shit. 
Because if you're not going to give me $2 million to fund my lifestyle, mind your fucking business. So I feel like, you know, Vince is an innovator for that type of shit. I think right now the GoFundMe is at like $1,400 or some shit. But if he could get $2 million, shit. He, he may, he, that may be a trend to where you don't like what I'm doing, pay me to shut me up. So, you know, we like you, Vince. I don't want you to go anywhere. I appreciate your your beats selection and your your wit and all of that. We actually need more of you. So keep up the bad work. Word. Keep up the bad work. Um. So fuck everybody who donated. But I guess with that, okay, we could get right into music. Um. Okay. Logic. If you don't know who Logic is, Logic is a rapper from the DMV area. He looks like a biology teacher. He is a half black, half white man who looks mostly white. He looks like Bill Nye, the science guy's first cousin. He is. Get him! He is, you know. He's one of those rappers where, you know, he raps about positivity and loving everybody and just, you know, ex- acceptance on all levels. And I have no problem with that. Do your thing. If that's your lane, do your thing. But he dropped a project called Bobby Tarantino 2. And apparently this is Logic's trap side. Okay. How'd that go? If you're not familiar with Logic, Logic doesn't say the N-word because his mother is white and she used to call him a nigger as a child, so he doesn't use the N-word. His father is a full-grown black man. Well, I'd assume so if it's his father. I don't know how I feel about this album. Hmm. On some records, he sounds exactly like Travis Scott. Hmm. Hmm. On some records, he sounds like Quavo. Huh? On some records, he sounds like any other colorful dreadhead niggas that I bash every single week up here. Damn. And this is not who he is as an artist. One of his favorite people is Neil deGrasse Tyson. He opens the this album with a skit from Rick and Morty. <laughs> Like, this is your lane, bro. We know your lane. Why are you making trap shit? This, this is how, this is, this is how bad. You're going to play it. This shit is, right? Put it up to the, to the, to the mic a little bit so they can hear. Oh, so shit. They can, they can I, I, didn't, I didn't mean to play it. That was an accident. Cause that oh, was, okay. I thought you was, was just going to showcase. No, no, I'm not even going to give him that light. Y'all need to listen to that on your own. I'm not going to waste y'all time up here. I got shit to do. Listen, he has a song. To, to, to exemplify how what's the word corny this shit is mm. it's not it's not trash it's not yo don't listen to this shit if you're into that you're into that he has a song called Indica Badu right featuring Wiz Khalifa now Wiz Khalifa. I've never heard Logic talk about weed before this song. Okay? 
This is a super cliche weed record. I get high. I like to like all that type of shit. Super cliche, right? Oh, by the way, Wiz bodies his verse. Bodies it. Shout out to Wiz Khalifa. Mm. At the end of the record, we back, baby. At the end of the record, Mr. Lodger screams out, if you don't know by now, I smoke weed. At the end of the record, he screams out, if you don't know by now, I smoke weed. Okay. Loudly. Mm. You put that in, you said that on a public record. Mm Mm-hmm. I breathe air. What are you doing? I drink water. I drink tea every day. I don't need to know you smoke weed, bro. You just made a whole... And then he was so cliche with this shit. Guess how long the song is? Boom. What the fuck are you doing, Logic? Trying. He's, he's trying. Listen, we got to look. We got to listen, man. If you rap about spaceships and the stars and fucking... Social acceptance on all levels. Just do that. I don't hate you. I may not listen to it, but I'm. I don't hate you. I will respect you more if that's who you are. Don't make some trap shit to try to appease the fans. Rap fans are fickle. We don't know what the fuck we want. We still want Jay Z to rap about drug dealing shit when he ain't been a drug dealer in damn near two decades. We don't know what the fuck we want. Why are you listening to rap fans? You like time travel. You like space. This nigga did a whole eight minute freestyle and solved the Rubik's Cube while while he's doing it. You're smart. What are you doing? Mm -hmm. Why are you rapping about, yeah, I got my niggas and they might gun you down. Who who, who are you talking to? Wait, he solved the Rubik's Cube. Why he he was rapping. The the, the boy is talented. I I will not discredit that. He is talented. He's immensely talented. But you're dumbing yourself down. He's like doing the Lupe shit. That's what I got mad at Lupe for. Like if you're if you if you're if you're into what you're into, just be into that, man. Right now, 2018, the beauty of the internet, as much as I as much as I hate it sometimes, is when it comes to music, you can do whatever you want. There's an audience out there for you. You just did a whole tour doing the music that represents who you are as an individual. But now you hit us with all this trap shit. I listen. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, um, surprise hit. I wasn't going to listen to his album because I just prefer his antics more. Shout out to Black Youngster. Like, I listen, man. I know his antics are, you know, they're, uh, what's the word? What's the word? I can't think of the word. It's something with palettes or something. Whatever. It's a phrase. But anyway, you check out Black Youngster's album. I like it, man. I like it. It's just I I believe Black Youngster. Unlike Logic, I believe Black Youngster. It's good music, man. I can't I can't hate on good music. 
And the nigga's funny So what do you want me to do So shout out to Black Youngster His album's called 223 If you just want some boom bap sh- Not even boom bap Some trap shit You know I like that song Booty That shit is hard Like you know Black Youngster got some shit man I Listen You gotta you Gotta go outside the box a little bit man Shout out to Black Youngster Also I just keep playing music I'm fucking up Also On the R&B side Alex Isley This is some groovy shit That I just happened to stumble upon Her EP is called The Beauty of Everything Part 1 Um Very groovy R&B music Shout out to her Check that out Um Also And y'all need to stop sleeping on this good brother Jeremiah has an EP He just put out called The Chocolate Box So fellas If you know like I know You know Shout out to Jeremiah Chocolate Box EP He has a song on there Called SMTS Anybody want to take a gander About what that may mean Don't guess I got you It stands for Suck Me to Sleep Yeah (laughs) Check that out Shout out to Jeremiah He's out here putting on For the culture In more ways than one We appreciate you beloved You're making a soundtrack To continue To promote love in our community And um Oh yeah and Vince Staples Dropped a single called Get Off My Dick So that's hard too Pause wow Damn alright but yeah, so shout out to um shout out to all of all of that. Uh I think that's it, man. I think that's it. Am I missing anything? Oh, Atlanta. I watched the first episode of Atlanta. Shit was wild funny. I liked it. I like I like the weirdness of Atlanta, yo. I like the weirdness of Atlanta. I'll be laughing at shit that's not supposed to be funny, but I think that's kinda like the premise of the show. Like Atlanta's Atlanta's super dope, yo. Atlanta's dope. Shout out to Atlanta. Um, what else? Cause the fucking snowstorm. I was in the crib just catching up on shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. If you're new to the show, I don't know what episode it is, but f- f- way back, a couple episodes ago, I told y'all about the danger of Alexa. This crazy bitch is randomly laughing with no prompt. With no command. Get rid of Alexa, yo. Y'all not understanding what's happening. Alexa is in your home randomly laughing. You ain't say shit to her ass. And she just breaks out in laughter. You know how fucking weird that is? To be in your bathroom or your bedroom. And Alexa's in the living room. And you just hear this laughing coming from the, the fucking other room. What if you live alone? Get rid of this technology, man. Go back to pay phones or something or beepers or some shit. This shit is out of control, yo. Just randomly, nah, yo. I keep, yo, I keep telling y'all between Sophia, the robot, and self-driving cars, and now, and then with the whole shit, oh, Amazon talking about, oh yeah, we are aware of the glitch. Fuck you mean you aware of the glitch. Y'all need to burn all these fucking products Cause you shit's gonna come self aware And it's gonna be Skynet all over again Fuck Alexa yo I keep telling y'all 
Just, I'm, let me turn Siri off right now so while I'm thinking about it. So, fuck Alexa. Um, watch Atlanta. I didn't finish seven seconds, but I'm on like the second episode. That's that's dope. Um, listen to Black Youngsters album. Kinda listen to Logic's album. Um, yeah, I think that's it, man. I don't really have shit else, man. If you don't know by now, I really want y'all to like me. <laughs> that shit was so stupid. Yo, Logic, man, just be yourself, bro. If you've learned nothing else from the internet, it's okay to be yourself. There's an audience for you. You're okay. Someone will like you. But in the meantime, in between time, um, follow the show on everything. Please remember, please, 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 rate the show, review the show. Tell someone you know about the show. Give a nigga five stars. You know what I'm saying? Give me four and a half if you fuck with me a little bit. Something. You know what I'm saying? But we, we I mean, that's that's my goal. I want to hit the charts, man. Put me on the iTunes charts. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Okay? Follow the Frank and Wolf show. They out here helping niggas out with the anime. I don't know shit about anime. You don't need to know shit. Exactly. We, br- we bring you there. Exactly. They are the instructors. They are the teachers of the anime. And they don't have guns. So, so, so boom. You safe out here. Follow them. Follow a celestial goddess. Um, shout out to the squad. Shout out to A-Boogie. Shout out to beautiful black babies. Um, what else? Daylight saving times for the stress. Because it means winter's over. And porch parties are on the way. Shout out to summertime. One time for your mom. Shout out to my grandmother. I love you, baby. I'm out.